Hello and welcome to Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. We are honored to be joined today by Alan Hetherington, a senior on the men's cross-country team. Alan is a native of Canada, a biology major, and recently earned all CA accolades at the Colonial Athletic Association Championship. He is also the vice president of Hofstra Student Athlete Advisory Committee. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks so much. Hello, I'm Stephen Gorchov, the Associate Director of Athletics for Communications here at Hofstra. And once again, I'm honored to be joined by Alan Hetherington of the men's cross-country team for this episode of Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Alan, welcome. Thank you, Stephen. So we'll get right into it. Uh, Senior on the Hofstra cross-country team, native of Canada, and a biology major, correct? Yes, yeah. So, uh... Why biology? It's kind of a little off the beaten path of majors, but what, what, what's your career goal there, and why did you choose biology? Um, well, I've always been interested, like even in high school, with just like, the sciences, and uh, I've been drawn to biology. I think, you know, the sport of running is a very physiological sport. Um, a lot of what goes into it, preparation, um, you know, reaching, reaching your goals in that sport are really driven by, like, your physiology, so... That in that in relation is really you know what interests me in biology and uh, you know I have I have aspirations to become a chiropractor after undergraduate so you know it kind of still fits into that that um, mentality with biology and you know where my interests interests are, uh, are really driven from. Grew up in Canada. What part of Canada are you exactly from? Um, I'm from uh, just out, just east of Toronto, about about an hour outside of Toronto uh, in Oshawa. Uh, so. You know, not not too far away. Just uh, it's about like a ten hour drive from here, so it's it's still reasonable for my family to come down and see me. But uh, yeah, that's a, it's about the parts of where I'm from. Well, we'll get into this later. But Alan did come to today's podcast wearing a Chicago Blackhawks uh, shirt, so we'll get into his hockey uh, fandom later in the uh, podcast. Uh, growing up in Canada, was it was it always cross country or running? Uh, was there other sports you did growing up that? And then when did cross country become really the passion for you? Uh, growing up, I uh, I started out playing hockey and soccer. Um, you know, I, is that a prerequisite to play hockey in Canada? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, you know, pretty much everyone plays hockey. And then you know the summer summer equivalent, you know, all your friends go and play soccer. So that's kind of where uh, where that led. But uh, yeah, I loved playing hockey when I was younger. Um, then high school came along. You know, I I I'd done cross country uh, in my younger ages in elementary school, but then high school really. Um, we had really had a strong program there, and you know it really inspired me to to pursue running to to the highest level that I can, and uh, that's kind of where like I started to uh, focus just on running. You know, it was tough to give up give up playing hockey. That was really like a shocker for a lot of my family as well, giving that up. But you know, I really that's when I really started getting dedicated to to running, and uh, um, you know things just played out from there and to where I am now. Yeah, your head coach, Vince Giambanco, had mentioned that your high school team in running is very strong. Did that play a real role, knowing you you had such a strong team to possibly be a part of? Yeah, really just coming in, you know, we had, a, you know, seniors in high school that had really done a lot, um, you know, guys that could make the, the national, like, junior national teams, um, you know, performing at the, the provincial level, and really, um, really was humbling coming in as a, as a young young runner you know you kind of see what what people have done before you and it kind of you know makes you want to keep progressing and you know keep that tradition going and uh you know having a strong group of of runners around you really you know 
real you realize where where you where you fit in and that uh you know that there's 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 room to grow and really a strong environment and, and culture to 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 build off of you have one brother correct yeah i've got one younger brother he's a year younger than me uh is he into sports and is he into running uh no no he's not really a runner he's more he's you when you'd see us together you were really like polar opposites you know we get along but just we've got totally different interests different um different uh personalities and you just you wouldn't realize that we're brothers but uh yeah we we, we do well we get along so you're uh, nearing the end of your high school career up in Canada. At what point does the recruitment start, and uh, when do you hear from the college in Long Island, New York, and how does that develop? Well, uh, my coach, my coach in high school, he was really involved with that process. He had went down to uh, Arkansas Little Rock for running when he was in college. So he was a really was he Canadian as well? Yes, oh. yes, yeah. He was um, uh, later on. He competed in triathlons, but. He was really um, a good mentor to have, to really um, to look up to, to, to look for support as like, okay, what should I be doing? Being, you know, trying to find a school in a, in a foreign country, that whole process, he really helped out with that. And, um, you know, I just sent out emails to, to a bunch of different schools. Um, you know, some didn't work out, some played out a little longer and, you know, fizzled, but um, it ended up getting down to, uh, I think it was about May. Uh, it was about May 10, of your yeah, high Oh, wow. Graduating. So it was getting getting down to the line. I'd had a Canadian school that, you know, I had as a backup in case, you know, nothing worked out. But, um, you know, I got a call back from the Hofstra coach, um, sent him my application. Um, you know, things went along, and uh, I got got back, you know, what my offer was going to be. And it it was favorable for, for me to go down there. So... You know, that's when I made the decision, you know, okay, let's get this going. And uh, it was a frantic summer, definitely, trying to get all the paperwork through. And then a new coach coming in, a lot of, a lot of unknowns, never really been down in the States like that long. Like I've been down for vacation, but to really like, okay, I'm going down here to school. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be staying down here. So it was, it was, it was a frantic summer, but it, uh, I made it through it. And was your goals all along growing up and as you reached high school, and realized you were going to college was it a goal to go to a college in America not really until high school you know um it it was really like my in grade nine um towards the end of the end of the year I, I really hadn't been like serious serious about sports but then I just had I had like a had something click and I'm like you know let's let's put everything we got into this and see where it goes and you know I progressed got better as a runner and you know, we, I sat down with me and my coach and we realized, you know, if I keep keep getting good grades, doing everything well, then like going to the States could be a possibility. So once once everything started to progress, I really like focused on that. Like, okay, like we got to, you know, set out a plan and make this make these progressions so that, you know, I'm setting myself up in a good spot to be attractable to a school down in the States because, um, down here, there's a lot more um, scholarship available, especially in sports. In Canada, there's not a lot, so it really um, was an opportunity that really made uh, like undergraduate studies a lot more affordable right. than to stay stay at home. So, May you decide we're going to college, and in August you move down to New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what 
what was the transition like for a foreign student athlete? Obviously, Canada is a little different than, say, coming from Spain or somewhere over there, but you're still coming from a foreign country. How was the transition like your freshman year? Were you immediately comfortable here at Hofstra? Yeah, like coming in, um, it was a shock just like get, getting everything organized and figure everything out. But um, once I got here, you know, I, I at that point, like, I was pretty mature coming in, so you know I knew what I was I was getting myself into, and I was ready. I was just like ready for the opportunity, um, but definitely like the first, the first time you know my dad like dropped all my stuff off. You know I was settled, and it's like time for him to go, and then you know we said our byes, and he left, and I realized that I'm like, dang, like it's just me now. Like I'm here by myself. Yeah, the second part of your life is starting. Yeah, first first time by myself, and it was really setting. I'm like, dang, like I'm actually here by myself now, and it was. It was uh, it was an interesting um, realization, but I definitely like definitely enjoyed it. And really, New York culturally, New York, you know, it's not it's kind of got everything. So it's not like I I didn't really feel like uh, it was a big cultural adjustment because you've got like you know it's a big mixing pot of everyone. So it felt it felt comfortable from the beginning, really. So what was that first year running uh, in college like for you? Uh, how did you feel that you transformed into the college uh, sport? Um, well, in, in Canada, we do our high school running a little different. Uh, in our senior year, we do 7K races. So as far as the distance, like the 8K and 10K distance, I, I, was, I was comfortable with that. But I really think, I, you know, you don't really appreciate how, how much of a change to your lifestyle college is until you know sophomore year. I really noticed sophomore year just like nothing I didn't really change anything in my lifestyle or my schedule or the way I did things but I just saw a significant improvement just from that adjustment to the the first year of college that different lifestyle you know you're eating different food you got a different timing as far as class and practice and everything yeah yeah so really just um you know I think I didn't run as well my first year as I would have liked but um, you know, it's it's a it's an adjustment period, definitely that first freshman year. So your sophomore year, and I was just looking back at your results of your each of your years. You finished nineteenth at the CAs that year. Uh, judging by looking at the results, and I guess I had a little con- quick conversation with Vince. Did you feel like that was a turning point for your career? That nineteenth place finish, you're kind of right on the brink of being all CA. Uh, did you, or is there another race that kind of said it? You know, I can compete and do great in the sport here. Uh, that that race definitely um, before this season was definitely my best race at Hofstra, and you know before that you know we we'd had some struggles on the team and you know you look at you look at the other sports on campus and you see how well they do and you you measure yourself to that. Right. So I really thought that race as a team and as an individual, um, you know I felt like I belonged now. Like I felt like that was a performance that um, you know really made me feel like confident and, and proud of, of my running that you know I, I can compete on the same level as the rest of these athletes at this school um, and especially a young team you know you're all kind of like finding your way and uh, you know that race definitely gave me uh, a lot of confidence and um, real uh, you know hope that I, I can still like improve improve upon that later on and for people that don't know the conference in the ca is very strong william mary probably put all seven of the runners in the top 12 as they did this year mm-hmm. so look so you're 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 not just competing against you know yourself and your, the teams yeah there's very strong teams in this conference that are taking up a lot of those all ca spots yeah definitely definitely they, they really uh really give it a good run every year and um really make it hard to to get up there in those top spots 
Uh, you've been the captain for the last year and a half of your team, uh, for the last year and a half of your career here as a runner. Uh, what, what has that meant to you, uh, being named the captain by both your coaching staff and your fellow student-athletes, and uh, how have you used that to benefit your the program? Um, you know, I really appreciate it. Uh, I guess it just you know validates like um, what I'm all about and uh, the direction I see. You know that I'm leading this team in in the right direction. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really. I don't think it really changes anything that I do. You know, I think it just validates you know everything that I've done up to this point, and um, that I, I don't really need to make any changes. That uh, um, I'm setting the standard for the rest of these guys, and that uh, you know it really. Um, it's really like a nice, a nice acknowledgement, but you know, um, just uh, I'm giving these guys a direction, really. That's yeah, a couple things in that regard that uh, your coach Vince Chambanka mentioned that one, you are such a great leader uh, of the other guys, and you're actually you room with one of your teammates as well, and he said it's been a great influence on that on your teammate. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, especially with the freshmen, you know, I'm going to be leaving, so I really, I really like to be able to, you know. Show these guys what I do on a daily basis, you know, especially with this last race, you know, it, it works. Like, in the long run, you know, I've had good times, bad times, but, you know, you stick with it and, you know, the results will show. And, you know, just trying to give every little bit of advice, of um, feedback that I can to help them after I'm gone. Because, um, you know, having that senior experience, like, I never really had that because we were a really young team, sophomores and freshmen. So I really, you know, want to give them, give back everything I can to them so that once I'm gone, you know, they can still, you know, keep things going in the right direction. Uh, Vince, back to another comment he gave me, uh, called you the most, one of the most focused and motivated student athletes ever worked with. What is it like to hear that from your head coach who was with you for your, your entire career? Um, you know, it, it's, it's humbling. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to hear, you know, um, I really think, uh, you know, I can I couldn't really tell you what it is or like how to do it. It's just um, I just no I don't. Know. It's just uh, yeah. It's just really nice to to hear that because you know I put everything I can into everything I do. So to to get an acknowledgement like that is uh, it's it really you know makes me feel good about what I've done. In the same breath, he told me a funny story about you. You can tell me if it's true or not. He said on road trips sometimes you're so dedicated to your schoolwork that you would find the school library at the school you guys were at at times is this true yeah like uh, it's easier to track me because there's a lot of uh open time between races so uh you know if i've got a big gap between the time it's like oh might as well you know go check out uh go check out the school library if it's close by get a little bit of work done in between um and yeah. do, you, do you have a favorite school library other than accent library uh well oh, where i guess you know not to like you know uh rub the, the rivalry a bit, but Stony Brook does have a nice library. <laughs> we don't like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Just, right. um, so we'll get into this year. Uh, Led Hofstra in every race uh, this whole entire season, cul- culminating with last week's uh, 11th place finish at the CAs. Um, just your overall thoughts on that, that moment at the CAs when you, t- for those who don't know, top 12 get all CA, and that's really the culmination of the career in addition to go to the NCAAs next week. Uh, just talk about that moment when you – the realization that you know you're going to do it. I think you were 10 seconds ahead of the next place person, so you, it was not – you were not crazy down the stretch with the person, but you, you – at some point you realize that you're going to do it. Yeah, well, like going into the race, um, you know, it, it was in the back of my mind, like, hey, we can do this. Like this race, like stacking up with the other guys that are up there, you know, 
I can do this. And, uh, you know, off of the start, uh, I really got myself in a good spot up in that top, top pack. And, uh, you know, the whole race, pretty much, I was in that top 12 spot. And, you know, as the race goes on, you're like, okay, you know, let's hold on to this spot because uh, you don't want to give it up. And, uh, you know, I just stuck, stuck with uh, the William Mary guys. And I figured, you know, if we get a big enough of a gap on, on the, the pack behind us, I can, you know, guarantee myself a spot there in the All-CAA. And, uh, you know, that last sprint, I'm like, okay, this is, this is my last 8K, last, uh, last CAA race. So, um, you know, I crossed the line in 11th, and I'm like, man, I actually did it. And it was, it's really surreal. Like, I was kind of laughing about it. Like, this is actually kind of funny. Like, All-CAA, like, um, you know, you kind of put that up on a pedestal, like, okay, that's like, that's like a far goal that, you know, I want to get before I'm gone. And, uh, you know, to get it, to finally get it in the last race was really just, it's really surreal and really, um, I really needed that race too. Um, just a confidence booster. Like afterwards it, it kind of just felt like, like I felt like, like I was complete now. I'm like, okay. Like that was like a direct shot of confidence. And uh, going into this next race, I definitely like I definitely feel that like some like just things have changed after that race, and you know just changed for the best. And uh, um, you know I'm really feeling good about it. Uh, how much scouting or at least looking at other people's results goes into cross country? As uh, Vince and I were talking about you and your results this year, he kind of remarked that there was a bunch of runners in the uh, Lehigh race that were CA runners without you know naming the school but that you actually flipped the script on them and they'd beaten you by 15, 20 seconds at Lehigh and you had beaten them all down in the uh, conference championship. Is, there, is those results you look at as your season progresses or uh, are those people that you're like, I need to beat those four guys to become all CA? I think, um, you know, you, you try to keep an eye on the rest of the competition, how they're racing, how they're progressing. Um, you know, I don't get too flustered by, uh, you know, what people are running early in the season because I know, I know well enough that just because you run faster in the season doesn't mean you're going to run that later on. And, uh, you know, you just keep an eye on it. You don't, you don't absorb yourself too much in it because then that becomes your main focus. But, you know, you take a look and, you know, see where you size up. And, uh, you know, I was, I was confident enough that, okay, like, okay, these guys are like 10 seconds ahead. That's not a big deal. By the end of the season, I'm, I'm confident in my training and, you know, in my, in my uh, ability to progress through this season that, you know, come time, CAAs, like, you know, if I'm with them right now, then, you know, I won't have to worry about them at CAAs. Uh, was any family down there at the race? No, no family uh, was down at the race, but um, being being that this last one's in Buffalo, uh, I have a lot of family that's actually in Niagara Falls, and it's not too far of a drive even from uh, from Oshawa, where I'm from, so uh, it'll be a nice nice send-off to have, have a good bit of family there. Uh, after you came all CA, is it a phone call home, or have, were they following the results online? And how did that conversation take place with with the family? Uh, I kind of at, at first we were in the airport, and uh, teams were, the my teammates were mentioning. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I should probably uh, let them know that I I got all CA. So uh, I just I just sent a message and a picture with me and my medal to to my family, and uh, they they were excited. They were excited for me. Um, you know, some other people from home had, had seen the seen the update, the results, and wish me well on it but uh yeah yeah they're they're excited for me they're happy about it so you're obviously a very well-rounded student athlete here at Hofstra University so again some other areas of your life here in Hempstead uh your community service is something you're clearly is very important to you uh you've done a lot with big brothers big sisters you've done some stuff with shooting stars can you talk about 
both of those organizations that you've done stuff with and why community service means so much to you? Well, definitely, definitely Big Brother. I've been doing that. Uh, this is like I've been doing it ever since I've been here. So this is my fourth year coming on, and uh, I'm I'm just so glad that I got involved in that from the beginning because it's it's been a very um, rewarding experience, and uh, it's just great to to you know be be a mentor to to some younger kids in the community that you know that they're looking for uh, someone to look up to and and have a mentor. And just to see, you know, over the progression of the year, or um, whether it's two years, I'm with a with a little, uh, just to see how much they've benefited and you know enjoyed the experience, really, um, really makes it worth worth the while. And you know, it, it's only really it's just like an hour and a half a, a week, and just you know, given that bit of time, it, it's it's worth it. It's really it really makes it a valuable experience. Was there someone who kind of told you about it? What 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 was the impetus for you to become part of this? Um, it was uh, former uh, administrator James Lally it, it was looking for some athletes to get involved with it. And, you know, right off the bat in uh, freshman year, I'm like, okay, I, I want to get involved in these things early on so that, you know, I can, you know, build a, build a good uh, uh, resume of stuff that I'm involved with. And, you know, right off the bat, you know, I said yes to that. And, you know, I'm just glad that I did. And you've also brought some of your teammates with you along to this now are they involved yeah yeah I've, uh, there's there's um uh my my teammate toast and i brought him into it and uh this year's this is his first year doing it so uh, uh after i'm gone and hopefully uh there'll be a couple more to to replace me but uh it definitely definitely helps um you know having the support of my coach to do that because um it's generally it's in that practice time on wednesdays and you know with the support of my coach, you know, I've ha- we've been able to figure out that, you know, to switch our practice time on Wednesdays to make that happen. And, uh, you know, I'm really appreciative of that because, um, you know, it's really, it's really something that I enjoy doing. So you're obviously the vice, as we mentioned before, the vice president of Hofstra SAC. Uh, what has being part of the uh, student athlete advisory committee meant to you? Uh, and, and then why has been taking on a leadership role in the group uh, been so important? Well, um, you know, I really, I really enjoy, you know, uh, I really enjoy when other people, um, you know, can have a, a better experience, and you know, SAC, SAC really, uh, you know, uh, makes that makes that something that that that, that athletes can do, and um, you know, I just enjoy being involved and having a say in in you know the athletic community, you know, stuff that's going on, putting on events, and. Um, you know, just being involved, and again with like the community service, or you know, especially like it's it's great to see when you know we can get get together as an athletic community and put on an event like whether it's a talent show or a date auction, and just see all of the sports get together and really have a good time, and you know, whether I'm like whether I'm busy helping running it and doing stuff like that, as long as everyone else is having like a a really good experience, that's what makes it important to me and really. Um, makes it something that I really enjoy to do. So your academics, you're a 394 uh, GPA student here at Hofstra. You've completed six semesters here. All six have been either deans or provost list. Uh, where does the drive academically come from, and uh, why not a 4-0? Was there one class that you uh, didn't get an A in? What, what happened there? Um, there's a couple. Um, you know, I always think like, oh man, like uh, if only I had a four. But um, at the same time, I like, you know, 
I like taking classes that I can really gain some knowledge from. And if it means getting a, uh, an A minus instead of taking some, you know, some random class to get an A, then, you know, I, I can, I can deal with that. But, um, yeah, my, the drive to just get, to do well in academics, I don't know. Some of it's just, um, if I don't, I find like if I don't, if I don't completely know everything that's gonna, I'm gonna be tested on, you know, that's, I, I get worried, like, and it, it bothers me. So, you know, I, I don't know, I just, I just need to, to put myself in the best position to, to do well. And I guess I get a little carried away and then I like get, uh, get, get the A's. But um, yeah, I just, it's really important to me to, to really do well in, in the classes that I take. As you look back, obviously you've had a very strong athletic career, very strong academic career, and a very strong uh, career within SAC and the community service. Um, as you look back, what's the legacy you want to leave for not just the cross-country team, but yourself here as a part of the Hofstra community? I would just say that, you know, um, to really, you know, make every opportunity you have count. That's really something coming in that um, I really focused on is that, you know, I have, a, I have an opportunity here to um, make the biggest impact I can, uh, not just on everyone else, but um, in my own life. So I really embraced that early on, like never, never turn something down, never turn down an opportunity. Um, and, you know, I've probably, probably sacrificed, uh, sacrificed a lot of time, you know, working for, you know, my academics, my athletics, and, um, you know, just, just being able to, um, you know, further, further yourself, make yourself a better person. Um, and really, hopefully, you know, I can inspire my teammates and, you know, other people I've, I've met and impacted to really just put everything they have into themselves. Um, and, you know, really make that go, go as far as it can. So our last question before we get to the Pride Five, uh, you mentioned earlier, you want to be a chiropractor after graduation. Uh, what about that profession? Uh, is interesting to you, and, and what? Why is that really the career goal for you? Well, I've always I've always gone to to a chiropractor throughout my life, um, and I've really I really found it to be um, a very rewarding uh, profession. Um, you know, I'm I'm interested into the biology, the science, but um, everyone always asks me, oh, why don't you be a doctor? Be a doctor, but um, I just don't find um, you know the hospital setting one that I, I can see myself enjoying uh, and being at a chiropractor you know seeing uh, how it's how it's been beneficial to me uh, the relationships you develop uh, it's just it seems like a lifestyle that uh, you know I, I really enjoy and still be able to give back to people help them you know through their injuries you know being involved in sports you know how much that can help and uh, I want to be able to give back and uh, do that for other people well, thank you, Alan, and we'll be back shortly with the Pride Five. And we are back with the Pride Five with Hofstra Cross Country runner Alan Hetherington. You ready, Alan? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, favorite food? Uh, my favorite food is my homemade pasta and meatballs um, with sauce and, and also ravioli. That's my favorite, my homemade stuff, though. Uh I know the answer, and we've already discussed it, but your favorite NHL team, because you are from Canada, so you can't like a team of another uh, professional sports. Yeah, it's definitely the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, but 
Uh, they've really been successful lately, but I, I liked them when they were bad, so it's been good to see them do well. Just out of curiosity, it's a little long-winded, but why Chicago Blackhawks being from Canada? Um, you know, it's just I, we had a jersey laying around the house, so I, when I was young, you just kind of, you know, by habit, you, you see the jersey and you get attached to it. Uh, I might know the answer to this one already. Best race you have ever run, high school, college, or otherwise? So far, it's been last week at uh, conferences, all CA, but we'll see, we'll see what we got next week. Uh, favorite athlete of all time? Favorite athlete of all time? I'd have to say... I'd have to say Bobby Orr. Good answer, hockey. And last one, since academics is so important to you, what's your favorite class you've taken at Hofstra? Favorite class I've taken has been Introduction to Neuroscience. That sounds very difficult. It very very interesting the way the way the mind works and memory and and functions like that. Just the brain is a very interesting interesting thing. Well, Alan, thanks so much for joining us today on Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics, and good luck in the rest of uh, your season. Thank you. It's been great to great to be here. Once again, thanks for listening to Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Thank you once again to Alan Hetherington of the men's cross-country team for his time. Stay tuned to GoHofstra.com for the latest news of Pride Athletics with a very busy next couple of weeks for Hofstra teams. Thanks again for listening. Go Pride.